Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My neighbor to the West likes to play Pink Floyd. He likes to play it a lot even daily. Oh, fun. I got gnats. Gnats on my car, gnats on my windows. It's like the amitable horror over here. Ever end up jogging on the same route as the mailman and then you feel like he's slowly stalking you for the next mile? I love that. Oh, me too. Does a bear shit in the woods? Yes. And I have photographic evidence. Wow. Love to see that. Have such a good day. Have such a good day of the show that wants you to do just that. 100%. I don't know why I just made that voice. <laughs> kind of creepy. <laughs> like, like, what is that? I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. And we, we're a duo that uh, we're not going to force you to have such a good day, but we strongly <laughs> encourage. Uh, and <laughs> we're here week after week um, where we all kind of suffer through life and try to have some laughs along the way. And get caught up on what's going on with the two of us and, and our audience and our community at large. And, uh, and, and just relish in the fact that it's a, it's a hard world out there these days. But there's it always is. something that we can smile about and share. And at the very least, Sarah, you and I get to giggle a little bit. Yeah, man. I mean, Heather and I don't live in the same city anymore. This is our hangout sesh. So we were like, (laughs) it should just be a show. If anyone wants to listen, well, we'd love to have you. We are seeing each other age uh, via Squadcast. Uh, It's a a pretty interesting experience. Yeah, we're actually using a, for anyone who's like, what's that? What are you saying? Uh, Instead of Skype or Zoom or, gosh, I don't know, WebEx or any of the sort of more incumbent video chat situations. We're actually using a different company, a smaller company called Squadcast. And for anybody who cares about audio and does this sort of thing, whether you're a podcaster or you just need to record something that's in wave format rather than a crappier MP3. And again, most people do not care about this, but if you're an audio engineer, you do. Squadcast does record in wave format and records discrete audio. So 
That's all I have to say about that. But, <laughs> it's working uh, pretty well for us for, uh, right yeah, now. One or two of you out there or more are probably like, ooh, that's actually pretty convenient because a lot of the other stuff compresses audio. So yeah, you can record yourselves. Most people are like, for a Zoom meeting, why do I have to record it? Well, most people don't because you're just having like a conference. It's kind of a new thing because a lot of these um, this, these softwares are don't have good audio. No. Um, so that's been a problem in the past. So this is this is actually pretty well, groundbreaking. Well, and it right? remains a problem. I mean, the one of the shows that, that I record daily, Daily Tech News Show, we record over Skype and we all have pretty nice microphones on our end, mm-hmm. but it's not, it, it's also a live show. So it's just a whole different thing. You know, we're, we're going for something that's, it's the audio sometimes suffers a little bit because of, we have to put dynamics first, but, but, uh, but yeah, Squadcast works really well for smaller groups. So it's mm-hmm. just Heather and I for now. So it works out well. Now, you know a little bit more about what we're using. <laughs> How's your week been, Sarah? It's been good. I, I, uh, I've got my kind of nutty professor studio where I live, where I'm recording the show and I do a lot of my video and audio editing and, and other shows and just tinkering around. It's also, I mean, it's a garage, so there's like storage in here and I've got boxes that I move every time I move from one apartment to another that they never really get opened. I'm like, Oh, that's the picture frame box or that's the, my old yearbooks. It's like, I want them, but it's not something I need to access every once in a while. So, or, or even once in a while. So they get put somewhere until I move again and then they get moved. Well, it's nice storage that's like nearby that it's like in your living space. Like I have an attic and I never like going up there and it's just like separate and it has this crazy door and yeah, it's nice to have storage that's convenient. Absolutely. And the space that I'm in is very roomy. So nothing is like behind anything else. However, I do have some boxes that are scattered around where when I first moved in, I was like, I'm going to tackle a lot of the stuff and just like really throw some things away and rearrange other things. And you know, I've got DVDs that just like, I don't even know where my DVD player is. It's just, it doesn't, I could put them on the street and someone could take them and it wouldn't matter <laughs> to me. I don't even want money for this stuff. So <laughs> anyway, it's just been, you know, it's been an ongoing project, but I do have some AV equipment that I was using a couple of apartments back and it's nice stuff. We don't mm-hmm. really have a need for it for this particular show, but you know, if I wanted to get real creative at any point, you know, I've got multicam set up and I got a switcher and I've got, you know, like a POE rack and, you know, just, just, just fun things. And it just, none of it was set up. And it was, I was just kind of looking at it like, should I sell it? This is ridiculous. And I was like, that's this is so stupid, Sarah. I mean, you've got this like fun playroom. Let's get to work. And mm-hmm. yeah, because a lot of times when the weekend comes along, I'm fried and I just don't want to do it because it feels like work. However, I also like to tinker. I'm a tinkering person when it comes to you electronics. Once I get started, I actually have a really good time. It's just getting started. So over yeah. the weekend, I started to plug some stuff in and I realized, hmm, I'm a little rusty on how some of the stuff works. Like, how did I have it set up before? Because it's it's all daisy chained in a certain way and it's it's there's a bit of a learning curve. But I'm like, I've done it before. And it'll come back to you. Well, it already did. But the the interesting thing is that a lot of this stuff is, it was, it's like firmware that if I had a Windows machine, which I do, but I don't use that thing. Um, I'm a Mac person. There's like firmware that is much more difficult to get updated, 
using the system that I'm using. It's not impossible, mm-hmm. but it was like I I had hit a wall yesterday with this particular piece of machinery. And it's like, it's like Ethernet POE stuff where I'm like, I mean, it's not rocket science, but I don't, I, I've, I need tech support, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like usually I'm someone else's tech support, but I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm going to call the people at Netgear and be like, hi, can you help me? <laughs> so, you know, which is, that's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I did get somebody on the phone and it's one of those things where, you know, when you're, by the time you call tech support, I mean, unless you, you're just a person who calls tech support all the time, you're usually pretty frustrated, right? Yeah. Because you've tried to figure something else, something out on your own. You've Googled and it. You, you've yeah, you've, you've done, you've done everything that you can do. You maybe have gone to, down some rabbit holes mm-hmm. or gotten bad advice. I mean, I can't tell you how many like dumb YouTube videos I've watched where I'm like, <laughs> that did not answer the question. That was the name of the video at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate you. So finally got on the phone, uh, with a, with a, 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 I don't know, a tech, a net gear tech. And it was kind of fun because I explained my problem and he kind of didn't understand it at first. And I had to explain it again because I have a very specific setup. It's not super normal, like what I'm doing. And so he was kind of like, okay, let me like, okay. And then we got disconnected and he had to call me back. And then my phone was being weird. And it was just, it was just a whole thing. But like, he was really nice. And I could tell that once he figured out what I was doing, even though it was unusual circumstance, he knew what I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And he had these like very strange roundabout ways of getting me to be able to like, uh, download, uh, and install the firmware onto this piece of technology that did not route through my Mac OS. And I will spare you the boring details of that, (laughs) but it did work. And it was like, the two of us were like, so high-fiving each other virtually when it finally got to the end because- it was like a couple hours that we were yeah. like tinkering around and like kind of trying things. And, you know, I'm, I'm changing proxy server crap and subnet masks and, you know, and like when it was all over, I was like, that was so fun. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. And I like, it was way beyond my pay grade. Like I would never have figured this out myself. I just would have mm-hmm. been frustrated. And it never would have happened. You know, there's mm-hmm. just certain things that I'm like, I, I just wouldn't have gotten this, Yeah, but, but it, but it was possible and it worked. And I, not that you should rush out and call every tech support person that you might be able to solve a problem on your own for, but it was, it was one of those situations where I'm like, you know what? You rocked. And he said, you're going to get a survey in the, in the mail or, you know, in your email. And, you know, I just, I'd appreciate it, you know, a good rating. And I was like, oh, five stars all the way, buddy. Yeah. I love you. I'll totally do surveys when, when, uh, you know, they merit it. But yeah, it's funny. I, I, I totally relate to that. Um, I've been uh, as you know, using a new program to uh, edit audio uh, specifically for our show. And, um, you know, I've, I've never edited uh, edited audio. I'm not really an editor. Um, I've sat in a lot of editing booths and uh, learned a lot by osmosis, mostly video editing. Um, but I got to say, it's been really fun. I mean, there's a learning curve, obviously, um, and it's getting easier for me. But I've, you know, had some questions along the way and I've Googled them or I've, a lot of times I find my answers, um, you know, just online somewhere. Um, And God, I mean, just getting through these little hurdles from reading message boards with, you know, from people who had similar problems that those little victories feel really good. And then you, you learn and you grow and you move on 
and you're like, oh, I know how to do that now. And it's so satisfying. Yeah. I, I, I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I, I also edit audio for a variety of projects. Uh, and some of them are like, it's really meticulous stuff. And some of it is like, eh, this is easy. But at one point, the easy stuff was challenging. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's fun to, to, to be able to get to a point where you're like, oh, I, you know, I've, I've got some, you know, keyboard shortcuts and I can crank along. I know exactly what this is going to take. Like, even if it's yep. like, oh, it's going to be three hours, you know, that it's going to be three hours mm-hmm. rather than like, I don't know. I mean, it might take all day. Yeah. That feeling where you, you you hit a wall, like you were saying, you're like, oh God, I don't really feel like doing this. Cause there's like, I have to learn it again. And it's kind of like, it takes you a while to kind of just do it. And then once you do it, you, you figure it out and it feels good. But um, I kept hitting a key, like slipped, like it's just like some finger thing. And I just would hit a key and I kept doing the same thing over and over. And I would mute my channel by accident. Oh, it's because you're hitting them. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. And I didn't know that's what I was doing. Oh my God. It drove me crazy. And I'm like, I keep hitting the same. I, I did it like three or four times over the last couple of weeks. And I finally figured out how to reverse it and just, you know, but small victories. I'm learning a lot. I love it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, here's a little toast out to, uh, people who are doing tech uh, support over the phone. Cause that's gotta be kind of a tough job, especially when like, you know, your grandma calls and needs to be walked through like something from the beginning to the end. Oh, totally. I mean, I am, I am definitely someone who's like the, the directions that I was following again, were not intuitive to me, but I could follow them. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine this guy explaining this to some somebody who was not like pretty good with network settings already. You know what I mean? Like it just, it wouldn't be possible. And you know, it was, it was like after hours on the East coast. So the phone was the only option I had. Normally I would just be like live chat. I don't even want to talk on the phone, but that wasn't an option. And so there was only, it, it was, it, it was sort of this perfect storm that came together and there's, there was a happy ending. So now I've got, now I've got equipment that, that is up to date. See, we're here to make you smile. Yeah. Okay. I know I talk a lot about bugs and I, I can't guarantee that I'm going to stop. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That infestation up there these days. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure it's been, I guarantee it's been hotter uh, where you are, Sarah. I know it's been in the triple digits. It hasn't been as hot mm-hmm. but we definitely had a heat wave week and we had one day that it was like 80 degrees on the coast, which is pretty rare, um, very humid, uh, very warm. And, you know, I have like quite a few uh, flower gardens out in front of my house and I started to notice these gnats that were like on the petals of the flowers, but like a lot of them. I'm not talking about just like a handful. And then like Mm. further investigation, I'm like looking closer, like at the outside of my house. And I'm like, totally aghast. Um, There are literally zillions of these little gnats like stuck in spider webs and just like on the windows, on the windowsills, on the front door. We actually had to use our back door uh, for one or two days, because if you open the front door, they all come in. I mean, it was crazy. Mm. It was like, it felt like a horror movie, like a bug, like that. uh, I think it was like that one chapter in creep show where that guy's living in sort of a hermetically sealed apartment and his whole, he, he totally fears bugs and so his fear comes <laughs> Oh, to right. That chapter. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll just take your word for fans it. Fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And then all of the bugs kind of come through the walls and, and it's just this sort of ironic mm. thing. Um, there's a bunch of other examples I could give. Um, but God, I mean, it was crazy. And uh, it wasn't even just 
gnats actually was it was like other bugs. I just feel like the bugs were just out to play. And I think, you know, it had to do with the heat. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you know this, Sarah, but, um, I learned this when I lived in Los Angeles because it's very hot there, but bugs and spiders in particular really like, uh, your bed sheets because they tend to stay cool. So I, every single night religiously, um, I put my water next to my bed. I, I turn on my reading light and I look under my pillows to make sure that there are no spiders there. Um, I don't know if any, any uh, of you guys do that, but um, maybe it's a little OCD, but um, I definitely do not want to get in bed and discover a bunch of spiders under my pillow. I don't blame you. I don't know if I am meant for spider country. Um, that's still to be determined, but... You know, it's interesting. There's just been so much chaos this year. Um, I don't want to get into all, like, we already know what's been going on, but like, there was like that random uh, electrical storm, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. the Bay Area. I think you felt that, Sarah. Oh, very much. Yeah, it was, it was totally nuts. And it just feels so apocalyptic. You know, it's, it's, you know, and I hate to go down that road because it could just be an unfriendly reminder that we're living in an unforgiving universe and a, a planet that has a fire at its core. Um, you know, I mean, that's really what it is. Um, but I can't help but think like, man, is this one of the, I know it's not locusts, but maybe there's gnats in the, uh, you know, the, the Bible. I don't know. Um, but it's yeah, I don't know about gnats in the Bible, but I also haven't read it very closely. I don't know. Somebody weigh in on that, but, <laughs> but yeah, gnats, I mean, okay. So are gnats kind of like fruit flies? Like, is that sort of the, the size we're talking about? Yeah. And okay. not as, I don't, I, I'm, I actually am a, I'm a more okay with gnats than fruit flies. There's something about fruit flies that just like they linger, but like gnats, when you go near them, they disperse. Like they're, yeah. they're actually probably the least irritating bug. Like I think ants are worse. Well, so I think fruit flies bother me because if they're around, I feel like I need to disinfect immediately because there's like something sweet that they're getting drawn to. And so I feel like things aren't clean enough. Oh yeah. You know, I was like, God, did something die? in the bush like this is so crazy because like my car was covered I mean I'm talking like you get in and they it, it's like it was just harrowing honestly and um I just was I thought maybe there was a dead animal or something but wow it did say like the heat it, it's kind of like and then my dad would said oh I actually remember now a year where it was really really hot like this and there were all these little baby spiders all over the uh you know, the walls of the house on, in the, you know, outside. And I was like, Oh God, don't tell me that please. <laughs> I'm like, I did not need to hear that. <laughs> yeah. I I've said this on the show before. So knock on all the wood, everybody do it with me. But, uh, I don't have a lot of bugs around here. Oh, I'm so jealous. I, I know it's the weirdest thing. I mean, I, I know it'll happen eventually. I know they're around absolutely because, you know, I'm, you know, it's kind of moist redwood. Yeah. You're in the forest. Totally. But for whatever reason, and even, you know, my apartment, like there are a couple windows where the insulation isn't that great. Like, yes, there's screens on all the windows, but they're not totally closing. You know what I mean? There could be a little critter that, you know, comes in here and there, but I just have never, like, I haven't seen one spider in my apartment and I've lived in that, that little cabin for almost a year, even in the garage, just one or two this whole time. I'm really jealous. Maybe they're hiding from me, but you know, I I just don't see them around, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's surprisingly, you know, pretty, pretty chill, but spiders tend to hide. They're more scared of us than we are of them. And that's what I try to 
to, you know, I try to take that into consideration. I try not to kill them, Mm -hmm. but there are some creepy ass spiders. Let me tell you, there's these ones that I've never seen anywhere else that I, I mean, I can't even look them up. I want to know what they're called and I'm out because I wanted to tell you guys on the show, but I refuse to look them up because I'm so afraid of seeing pictures of them. But they, they're, they're like very large daddy long leg looking ones with, with like a, a circular belly Ew, and they long legs and they pulse and they, they group together like in a corner. And no, it is honestly, I'm like, okay, let's, I, let's move on. Because I, I now I feel like I want to shower, <laughs> but no, that that whole your routine about checking the bed before you get in that reminds me of the Sound of Music, a movie that I've seen 950 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and anybody else who's seen, it, if you haven't seen it, this won't be funny. But if you've seen it, you know what I mean. You know that when Fräulein Maria first comes to the Von Trapp house, the kids put a frog in her pocket to scare her because they're mm-hmm. just like, they've just been mean to all their Fräuleins in the past. Uh, and so when she goes to her bed that night because of what had happened, because she understands that they did it, you know, they're like pranksters. Yeah. She like rips open the covers, you know, because she's like afraid that they've hidden something in the bed, mm-hmm. you know, and like there's nothing there. And she kind of <laughs> looks over on another side and then she's like, okay, I'm being silly. Um <laughs> And I always think, like, I think of that when I do the same thing. I mean, I don't do it like so dramatically as in the movie, but I do the exact same thing that you do. <laughs> well, the pillows I kind of rearrange anyway, but like, I literally will, I will look under the bed just because I'm like, just no surprises. You know? Oh, yeah. No it's the same way, like, I peer into my shoes before I slip my foot inside. I just don't want oh. any surprises. Oh, I did. Do you do that now? Because see, I do every time I never did it in LA, every, but I do it now. Every time I actually went to years ago, I took a vacation to Mexico and it was a sort of eco retreat. It was really nice place, but it was like, you're kind of sleeping semi outside type thing, mm-hmm. you know, very open air. And it was on the West side of Mexico near Puerto Vallarta. And it was dope, but we had to get this whole scorpion lesson when we all got there because it was, it's like a real thing where they're like, you got to check in anything that has a crevice, anything that there's shade, anything where you kind of, you know, you got to look in your shoes. You got to, you know, look in, you know, covers. Like it was just a thing that you had to be aware of. I never saw one. It wasn't the end of the world, but ever since that trip, which was like going on 10 years ago now, Mm-hmm. I just still think of that. It's not even necessarily that I'm looking for scorpions. I'm just looking for anything. I just uh, want to know yeah. if there's something in there. You oh, know? Yeah. Last time my sister was here, she stepped in her shoe and crunched a spider. Yeah, no good. Yeah. No good. Not gonna happen. No, thank you. No. <laughs> Takes two seconds. Just 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 to have a little look. Yes. <laughs> well, all right. So we've we digress. We've we've both had, you know, bug filled, heat filled weeks. Um yeah. We know a lot of people around the world. I guess if you're down under, it's winter right now. I really envy you. Oh, and you. speaking of down under, there's more. Uh, they have more spiders and poisonous things in uh, by far in the entire world. So I'm sure our people, our fans from Australia, can talk about that. Yeah, and kangaroos and koalas oh, yeah. and, cute, and koalas. Cute, cute. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I hope you know. 
there's, there's been, you know, the whole kind of Australian fire thing was, I mean, was and is such a devastating story. And it's devastating to me that no one talks about it because there's like so much other devastation in the world, but it doesn't mean that that all went away either. It's just, I know me too. So on a lighter note, um, (laughs) I thought we hadn't done sort of a, uh, uh, an app check-in lately. And I'm not mm. even like talking like, oh, I've got this cool new app that everyone has to use. Just kind of like, what are we all using? Because many yeah, of us fun. are just, you know, not necessarily doing real world things that we might do otherwise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know for me, I, you know, cause I was just sort of like, oh, you know, let's talk about apps. Like what are my apps that Siri suggests when I, you know, hit down from my home screen, I'm using iOS. So I'm, you know, on, your first on, page, on an you iPhone. Know. Or on my first page, although a lot of that stuff, like I, I've gotten so used to search that like yeah. I use apps all the time that aren't even on my homepage. That's true. Me too. And like like United.com is on my homepage, like clearly not using that app anytime soon. You know, like just so there's some weird stuff in here. But um, as far as just kind of like frequently used that come up, I've got Bumble. Bumble's a dating app for anybody who hasn't used it. Bumble's whole thing is the woman has to initiate conversation um, or or start the initiation after two people match. So like if I saw somebody who I'm like, cute guy, and he was like, cute girl, and we match, we'll never talk unless I initiate the conversation. But, uh, and I hate that because I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, this is just a great way for me to like never meet anybody. But, uh, but you know, I, I, I'm a curious person. So I, I like to look at these things and, and know how they work. And the funny thing is that Bumble clearly realizes that women are like, okay, you're trying to like empower us, but like a lot of us just don't actually work that way. And it has nothing to do with like patriarchal you know, like, it's not really even about that. It's just like, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, Mm -hmm. if someone doesn't say like, Hey, Sarah, how's your Monday going? Like, I'm just going to be like, I don't want to send that question, you know? So it just doesn't go anywhere. So, so, um, icebreaker ones are are tough. Right. But, and so Bumble some time back, I don't know, I kind of, I go through these long spells where I'm just like, Oh, I hate all this stuff. And now we're like, sheltering in place. So like, what, <laughs> what am I going to have a bunch of pen pals? You know, who needs it? But uh, some time ago, Bumble was like, yeah, okay. We're not, you know, we're not having enough like conversations starting. So we're going to like give them like suggested, like open lines, like, mm-hmm. like just like, if I'm like, oh, I really want to talk to this person and I'm totally drawing a blank. I could use one of their canned first, you know, lines. And so I was like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. Like, okay, let's see what they got. And it's like the stupidest stuff. Like, what's your comfort food choice? Or like, if you could have dinner with anyone, living or dead, who would it be? Like, just really corny things where I'm like, if someone actually, like, I hope that if I, and I've sent a couple just to be like, uh, I don't know, I have nothing else. Like, I hope they like Mm -hmm. get that I'm using this feature because otherwise I sound like a (laughs) robot, you know? (laughs) I'm sure they do. Well, I mean, I, I think everyone knows it exists, but I always like, yeah. I'll kind of be like, yeah, like what's your, you know, go-to comfort food? Lol. I know. Dumb question. Thanks, Bumble. You know, like trying to like make it clear. But, but I think that the company has now realized that that's kind of dumb too. And so now mm-hmm. they have this option where 
I have to initiate the conversation, but one of my like hotkey options is just the wave emoji. Oh God. So now it's just like, I'm just like wave, 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 wave. And it's also just like super passive aggressive, right? Cause I'm like, I'm waving. So yeah. now it's your turn to say something to me. I've said nothing. Like you have to be clever, not me. Right. Yeah. Like this is, you know, and the whole point of the app is that, you know, I was supposed to start the conversation anyway. So that's Bumble. Um, sorry, fellas. I mean, it's only fellas that I'm looking at ladies. I'm sure you're very nice as well, but I I don't know why I even spend time on these apps. I don't do anything with them. Also the Fitbit app, uh, because I have a Fitbit smartwatch, my Versa 2 that I use. Um, and a lot of data gets synced between my Fitbit app. And I'm just so into like weird stats beyond like how many steps I took today, but just like what my heart rate is like right after I take out the garbage type thing, you know? (laughs) And like, is it the same as it was when I took out the garbage last week? Like I play these like very weird games with data that I can get. I I wonder if that has something to do with the same part of your brain where you like to tinker. It's like tinkering and then like the data nerding out is like similar. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's somewhat useless data, but, but it's like interesting once you want to pay attention to it. In fact, for a while, this is when um, when COVID, you know, really, uh, you know, it, people were required pretty much to stay home. You know, this is like early March. And I was like, I was chilling. You know, I, was, I live alone anyway. I was like, eh, you know, okay. And I got super deep into some Fitbit stats, like to the point where I was like, uh, because Fitbit, for anybody who's not familiar, I mean, it's, it's, around for a long time you know it's fitness trackers but it's also this kind of whole ecosystem and there's premium stuff where you can like subscribe to yoga classes and it's a whole thing um but if you want to use just the free version of it it's like there's all sorts of things you can log like how many glasses of water you drank per day and you can set goals for yourself and all sorts of stuff and some of it is like food-based and so just for fun because like Mm -hmm. i didn't even really have like a weight gain or loss goal i mean i try to stay in shape but like there was no real goal, but I was like, I'm just going to start like obsessively recording every single thing that I eat or drink over a 24 hour period. Like to the point where I was like mm-hmm. looking at recipes and wow. being like, how many servings or like, if I made like my own brownies, like how much flour did I use? And like fractioning that into like how many calories were in that like bite. And it got to a point where I was like, this is weird. This is weird. Like I, I'm sure like if I had, it's eating, it, it felt like eating disorder territory. Just like because, OCD. Well, just because it was so, well, not OCD, but like just very, it felt like, even though I was not worried that I was like creating bad habits for myself, but I was like, it, again, it's somewhat useless data because I don't have a goal here. And yeah. it's, and it's taking up a lot of time, you know, and I'd be like, okay, I just had 10 almonds. Okay. Go, you got to log it really quick before you forget. And so now I'm just like, nope, <laughs> we're not doing anything food related on Fitbit anymore. Are you anymore. able to step away and not do it anymore? Yeah, or because it was like- just like, it was something where I was like, this is a fun project. And over, you know, a month or two months, I guess that I did it, you know, you see, you've got these like very interesting graphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there are certain health things that you can glean from it. It's sort of like if I have more than two glasses of red wine, I have a terrible headache the next day. Oh, mm-hmm. if I have like all that banana bread at 11 p.m., I don't feel good in the morning. Or like, oh, I slept weird. Or, you know, mm-hmm. there, there are, there's some stuff you can get out of it. But I realized that it it had become an obsession that was like – 
uh, just supposed to like be a time waster. And then I was like, this might be a little much. So we, we've (laughs) shelved that whole thing, (laughs) you know? Anyway, so those are, those are, those are my most used apps, Heather. (laughs) I I love it. I love it. This is, this is fun, actually. Um, I'll just mention a few that I am really obsessed with right now. I mean, obviously any weather app I'm really into. I love checking the weather. I love house party. Um, I use that a lot with friends to catch up and we play games. I like their games. They're really fun. Um, and I, I love Duolingo. I try to keep my French going because it's just really tough. It's like, I can lose my French very quickly. So I try to do Duolingo super fun. If you guys have not tried it, um, you can do like really short, quick little activities to just kind of keep the language going. And I'm a very avid words with friends. Um, as I've mentioned before on the show, I would say those are, um, my main, my main apps. I really like the 1998 cam, which is kind of like a cool, like sort of moody filter camera app. Um, I like that a lot. Um, and I mean, there's so many more, I mean, I could just go on and on. Um, but those are kind of the main ones. Um, and you know, Slack and discord and all of those kinds of things. But speaking of obsessions, Sarah, it's funny that you brought that up. I've always liked kind of a, uh, a cozy home. Um, I've always really been into, into interior design and vibe atmosphere is super important to me. Um, to the point where I, I, I notice as I get older, like little things more and more, I'm like, I just want to like fix that corner because that corner is bugging me. And then I'll move on to like another area. And so totally. yeah. um, my dad built this house that I live in right now and it's, he did a great job. Like there's a lot of great, uh, elements. Um, you know, we have a wonderful kitchen with that, like a Viking stove and like a really good shower head. I mean, he, he put a lot of nice touches. <laughs> Got a shower head in the kitchen. That's crazy. No, I'm sorry. No, I know. I'm just <laughs> um, but but we have, um, we have like a nice little bar area. He used like real wood, like really nice, different kinds of wood. And it's, it's, it's sweet. Um, but my dad isn't a very aesthetic person. Um, you know, he's a little bit more, um, uh, a, a sort of a philosophical brain. Um, and so he, he put the most insanely bright lights everywhere. And we have this, it's like interrogation room, ceiling panel light that's like four feet long, you know, by a foot wide. It's this huge panel in the kitchen and you turn it on and it's like, wowza. I mean, I, I'm almost just like, I, I'm out of here. Like, I can't, like, this is, this is so bright. This is like, I feel like I'm getting interrogated. It's like this very harsh overhead. And so I'm really trying to, so I, I tell my boyfriend never to turn it on. So we like avoid turning it on. And I've, I've kind of tweaked some lamps in the area. So we kind of use more kind of pointed lighting in the different corners. So we have enough light in the kitchen and I use the stove light, um, which is actually kind of more of a low, uh, warm light. Um, you know, when I cook and stuff like that, but you know, I've really had a hard time with the led light bulbs that came out many years ago and, and, the, and regular light bulbs just kind of started to fu- go off the shelves and it stressed me out. And it still to this day does, um, because I find it's getting harder and harder. It's kind of like, you know, when things just sort of go out of style and they, they change. I know that the new LED light bulbs are much more efficient, but like, for example, you can't really get a stick shift car anymore. You can't even special order it really. Most, you know, brands don't even offer it anymore, which kind of makes me sad. I mean, I like knowing that it's available. Mm. So I'm just hoping that, you know, I have an irrational fear that one day, like even some like, you know, 
boutique light bulbs will, won't be available anymore because everything's going to be LED. Anyway, um, lighting is an art form in my opinion. And, um, it, you know, and I've read things about LED lights cause they're such a blue light and they, they, they kind of tend to have like a vibration. Most people don't care. And that's what fascinates me is like, I know a lot of people that are like, like my boyfriend, my dad, um, they're like, it doesn't bother them. Um, but I've heard things that like it can amplify, amplify like macular degeneration. Like it's really harsh on your eyeballs. Um, maybe that's part of it, but, um, you know, I, uh, I really love, you know, the Danes are, you know, really on top of this. And I really, I'm sure that, I mean, we've talked about this on the show before, like the Hige sort of thing where it's this whole sort of movement of like creating a cozy kind of good vibe, calming environment with candles and low light and like that kind of thing. So I'm really trying to hone my Hige like in the house. Um, and my current project is, uh, I don't have kitchen light. I'm sorry. My, my kitchen table doesn't have light. And you know, once it starts getting dark around five o'clock, we aren't going to be able to eat, see what we <laughs> eat. And so I'm trying to figure out the best way to add, you know, we don't have electrical above, so I can't just put a pendant light. So I'm doing all this. I'm like, just like you, Sarah, I'm kind of like go going down these rabbit holes, just like trying to figure out what the best light option would be. And, um, I, you know, someone's like, just put a table lamp on there. Just like, yeah, you but know. then you got I'm a like, cord that's and that's weird. And a table lamp is weird for a kitchen table. It's kind of geriatric or something. It just doesn't feel right. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm really close to finding a solution. Um, but, uh, I'm probably going to do some kind of hanging, hanging mm -hmm. light, but I am just, I've gotten so much more obsessed with this kind of, you know, life is short and valuable. Like I want it to be, I want to have some kind of like understated luxury. Uh, I find that to make my life better, uh, my, my memories and my comfort and, um, and you know, light affects your sleep cycles and productivity and your mood and, you know, a, probably a lot of other things. Let me know what you guys think. Do, do the LED light bulbs bother you? Are you sensitive to light? Um, email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Indeed. And I'll just throw out, you know, cause I'm the tech person around here, uh, that, uh, the smart bulbs are great because you can do like something from like the coolest light to the warmest light. And anything mm -hmm. in between, even if you're not even like going with like a colored light, just something that mm -hmm. like uh, Philips Hue has a has a has a line called um, the white ambiance lights, um, and it's actually really cool because like I have this, I have actually two different lamps that have two bulbs in in the shade, um, mm -hmm. and so you can like get kind of fun and have like a cool and a super warm, and like they Ooh. sort of look cool together. It's almost like an ombre for lamps. Anyway. It's also very expensive. In fact, one of my bulbs just burned out just because that's what happens sometimes. And I'm like, uh, it's like a $30 bulb. Yeah, they're pretty expensive. Yeah. But, but you know, you can have some fun, especially with, with what sounds like, you know, you're wanting to kind of create these experiences for yourself in your space. It's, it's kind of cool to be like, oh, this is my like fun sunset look. You know? Yeah. And you know, I know you've, we've talked about the smart bulbs before and I've really looked into them and I'm, I, it's like, I need someone like you to kind of help me like figure it out and set it up. It's like, I think it's one of those things where it's like daunting because I don't know enough about it. So I don't ever do it. And so I'm yeah. like, 
it's that thing that I know that I am capable of buying them and doing it. And I'm sure it would make my life better. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is the time. This is the time to kind of explore that. You also can like, I mean, I've gone <laughs> down the rabbit hole. I mean, if I don't have a smart bulb now, I'm like, this light is worthless. I need to be able to talk to it. Damn it. But you can just like have one, you know, yeah. and like, and like open your app and be like, this is so cool. Look at me. You know, hmm. I mean, it, you don't have to like, like change your entire house. But yeah, um, yeah for, for anybody who, I, I used to have a, um, a roommate who had seasonal affective disorder. And so she had one of these lights that, you know, it's, it's a, it emits a certain kind of light that's supposed mm-hmm. to help with people who, you know, get those mood dips, particularly in the winter. This was in California too, but she was from the East Coast. But yeah, if anyone out there is like, oh yeah, light really affects me in good or bad ways, or just has more thoughts on, you know, what Heather might want to, check out or, or, or what you've done, um, or projects that you might be working on. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, we would love it. And you know, I, I use a lot of those Edison bulbs. Um, they, they actually have a real longevity. They, they last. I mean, I have some that have been, you know, going for over a year. Um, but if there's other bulbs that you guys would recommend, I, I like those, you know, the sunlight bulbs and maybe I should get one of those seasonal, um, disorder bulbs. I think I could probably use that this winter. Um, but I know everybody else out there is probably uh, having a, a harsher winter than NorCal. Um, but yes, let us know what you think. Absolutely. Hi at have such a good day.com. Write us early and often. Well, uh, I think it is time to thank the folks who keep this show running. Heather and I are, you know, we're just we're just two little ladies um, uh, doing the pods for y'all. But um, but our community is much bigger than that. I wanted to give a special, special shout out to our patrons. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where to go to find out more about how our Patreon army is growing all the time. And thanks to everybody who has been with us since the beginning. And also thanks to folks who have uh, discovered us uh, recently and have come along for the ride. The whole idea with Patreon is community supported programming. So we have a free version of the show. This is something that you can get in, you know, in iTunes, on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Casts, even YouTube. We don't currently have a YouTube version, a video version of our show, but we're using a company called Acast that helps uh, just kind of like populate all of the places uh, every time we update our feed. So you just have a lot of options. If you like to get our show the YouTube way or pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, we've got you covered and it doesn't cost you a dime. You may hear ads. Uh, that's part of our free model. This is something that we're trying out. And if that, you know, something that you'd like to bypass and, and or you just want to support us, for as little as $1 a month, uh, you can become a patron today. And we thank you in advance. Yes, we do. And, you know, you can join our Discord community, which has been really fun. We've been talking about what we talked about in the last episode. Um, and, uh, you know, come join us. It's a $5 level. Um, and we chat about everything under the sun. Doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, nothing like too, too controversial or political, but um, but we have a lot of fun in there. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, it's and it's very, you know, it's... It's, it's kind of like we're all busy. People are doing their thing. You know, Heather and I have like a ton of other stuff to do between us doing this fun, you know, recording stuff. But Discord is, is always open on my machine and I like to check in and just be like, oh, so-and-so's and, and, uh, you know, here, there, everywhere. Uh, Shout out to Halifax, Nova Scotia, by the way. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'll get there one day. I really, I really do (laughs) want it. It's just one of those places I want to go to because I'm like, it, 
I have no opinion because I've just never been there and I want to go. You should watch The Lighthouse, that movie. Did you ever see that one that came out like last year? And it's it was shot in Nova, Nova Scotia. I have not. No, it's, it's a trip. You should you should watch it. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I will. I mean, if it's a horror movie, I will never see it. But, it's not uh, a horror movie. It's more oh. it's it's not a horror movie. Um, it's more of a like, uh, you know, an old fashioned book. It feels like an old book. I don't know. Hard to explain. It's a special movie. It's hard to really encapsulate. All right. I'll put it on the list. I'll put it on the list. I was looking for movies to watch uh, the other night, so maybe I'll watch The Lighthouse. Nice. Well, Sarah, so I I, I have to bounce. Um, I'm going to um, pick up some fresh peaches from down the street. I did. We do this special order of there's a farm up here um, that has about 4,000 peach trees. And wow. because lot. of the pandemic... They're doing online orders that you have to pick up at this kind of window at like one of their like locations. Mm. And so you, you order your stuff online and they give you like a crate of like your, your peaches and your pluots and your plums. It's kind of cool. It's definitely like, uh, you know, farming community. So it's kind of fun. I love it. Well, go get your peaches. Um, that sounds really good. Peaches and vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream is just one of life's most beautiful delicacies. And I'm not even an ice cream person. And boy, does that sound good right now because it's so mm-hmm. damn hot. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. Another have such a good day. Hopefully made you have such a good day or at least, uh, you know, nudged you in that direction. And we hope you're all staying cool, staying safe, eating your peaches. <laughs> taking your biotin creating your cozy home <laughs> getting those lamps in order so you don't have to eat in the dark finding the best light bulb that exists <laughs> poor Heather eating uh, her spaghetti and just pitch blackness surrounded by gnats. light bulbs <laughs> All right, before, before this gets too weird we're gonna go ahead and say goodbye thanks for listening talk to you next time have such a good day <laughs> 